This is an Appalachian Vibes Radio mini-episode from WNCW. I'm your host, Amanda Baki. Appalachian Vibes is a show dedicated to challenging the expectations and celebrating the diversity of music, art, and literature in and around Appalachia. Appalachian Vibes is brought to you by Galax Tourism, made possible by Virginia is for Lovers. My guest this week is the Galax Virginia-born author, Patty Fry Meredith, discussing her latest novel, South of Heaven. My name is Patty Meredith. I just wrote a book called South of Heaven. Um, I'll show you the cover. Here it is. This is it, South of Heaven. Um, it's uh, a novel about a family that has is is a is sort of a broken family. There's a lot of um, there's been a lot of secrets and a lot of uh, disenchantment with each other, you know, and and there's estrangement. You know, the sisters are the grown sisters are pretty pretty distant, pretty estranged. But um, of course, you know, something happens that makes them have to come back together and whether there's storms. And so that's kind of what it's about. Well, do you have a few minutes that you would like to read out of? Yeah, I novel? thought I'd just read the beginning. Please do whatever you okay. want to. Okay. South of heaven. Every chapter is from a different certain character's point of view. Fern has chapters. Her son, Dean has chapters and Fern's sister, Leona has chapters. That gave me a chance to, um, to kind of have their point of view and their voice heard more clearly to tell the story. Um, so anyway, it starts out with Fern's, Fern's chapter. Time lingered more than past in the sand hills of North Carolina, where no ancient mountains or ocean tides marked the days. The sand hills lay low, midway between flatland, where in summer acres of lank leaf tobacco flourish in spite of its fall from grace. A Venetian blind sagged over the front window of the Citizen Times. Fern McQueen was careful with a tattered pull. Every morning she expected the string to unravel in her hand. Across the way on the courthouse lawn, her son sat on a granite bench tucked beneath a white oak, the bench a memorial to her husband Mac, missing in action since the Vietnam War. Dean visited the bench most mornings before clocking in at Frank's garage. We talked, Mama, he said, in my head. Fern had tried to dissuade her son from telling people about these talks, knowing it only brought about more pity from the town of Carthage. But Dean was Dean. Her boy had no secrets. Fern had never held out hope Mac would be found alive. She'd known he was gone, maybe even before the earnest men in stiff uniforms said missing in action, and that was 26 years ago. With the dogwoods declaring spring, tired Christmas lights still dangled from worn cords along the flat roofline of the Moore County Courthouse. The lights remained year-round, being too much trouble to take down and put back up. Surely the strands had been replaced. But in Fern's mind, they were the same ones that glowed red and green years ago on that snowy December night that changed everything. It was as if every way she turned, a monument stood to all she could not undo. Fern stepped back from the window so as not to be seen by other early risers making their way to work. 
She knew plenty in town thought her standoffish, but she was mostly only wary of attention. She fiddled with a tortoiseshell clip slipping from her hair. Forty-six was too old for a ponytail, too old for hair that fell halfway down her back, but Fern had never gotten around to cutting it. Premature gray sneaked through the black like an omen. Soon she would wind her hair in a bun and declare herself a crone and be done with it. She settled into her unsteady chair that was more apt to tilt than swivel and found the daily email from Thompson Funeral Home to get a start on the obituaries. Eileen Robinson. Good riddance. Eileen had been one of her daddy's high school girlfriends and hadn't liked it one bit when he eloped with Matilda Moore from Red Springs. Fern suspected Eileen had made it her mission to spread the worst gossip about her parents. Not that either one of them ever missed a chance to cause a scene. Now gossip sold newspapers. Even the front page of the Citizen Times featured a picture of President Clinton and that pretty intern. Stories about the president's alleged affairs printed in black and white on the front page rattled Fern. That kind of mess had been going on since the beginning of time. How come reporters wanted to talk about it all of a sudden? Her new boss, Robert, maintained revealing the scandal broke new ground for freedom of speech and ushered in a new era of accountability. She'd ask him if he was familiar with the National Enquirer. We're talking about the truth, Fern, he'd said. Everybody knows he's a hound dog. I can't believe you're defending him. But it wasn't the hound dog she was defending. Fern pitied the girl, her dalliance in 24-point font for all to see. Fern recognized innocence in her young star-struck brown eyes, innocence and need, a cruel combination. And Fern knew how a young mistake could mark a life. Ooh, we bringing in Bill and Monica into this? <laughs> it said in 1998. I love it. And the and it's like I didn't I did that because I really wanted uh, Fern's husband Mac to be missing in the Vietnam War, and I didn't want too much time well, we to couldn't make it too much later. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, and then it was like you know the novel is so much about kind of burying the truth and kind of stretching it a little bit and you know what we do the things we do and um then it was like oh my word it was 1998 <laughs> and and for and that was something that was you know we were talking about earlier about characters revealing things when fern said that and said that about how she felt for the girl how she knew you know how what that was. life yeah yes how you're right. It was like, oh, wow. Okay, here we go. That was Patty Fry Meredith reading a selection from the first chapter of her novel, South of Heaven. You can learn more about South of Heaven by visiting pattymeredith.com or AppalachianVibes.net. Thank you to my guest this week, and a special thanks to Pelmyra the band for the intro and outro music. Appalachian Vibes is brought to you by Galax Tourism made possible by Virginia is for Lovers. Galax Tourism, building our future while celebrating our past. You can learn more about Galax at visitgalax.com. I'm Amanda Baki. I'll see y'all Saturday morning at 6 a.m. for the full hour of Appalachian Vibes from WNCW.